0: I remember there was a period I, I had a very good friend of mine and
1: we started got involved into country music which may sound a bit bizarre for a kid in the in, in italy at, at that time and actually that was uh, the way i got in touch with bruce springsteen because uh, as i told you i had this cd in my home it was a ghost of tom george and uh, I, I knew nothing about bruce springsteen and actually i thought he was a, a country songwriter i started listening to that cd uh, and the more i listened to it the more i found that something was resonating uh, in me and uh, i really i really fell in love with that uh, with that album and uh, to be honest it, it is uh, it is a bit weird probably that a teenager falls in love with the gossip of Tom's you would like probably like born in the usa or something like that but that's actually the way I, I got in touch with Bruce. And I remember my father telling me, uh, well, Bruce Springsteen is a, is a great storyteller. Every song is like a short story on its own. And that's actually what it is. And so, you know, after that, uh, I, I thought that Bruce was a, a country songwriter. Then,
2: and welcome to a new episode of set lusting bruce your podcast all about bruce springsteen his music and mostly his fans i am your host jesse jackson joining me is a uh new online friend it is uh three o'clock here in dallas and where what time is it there for you carlo
1: it's actually 9 p.m here in italy i I'm, I'm from milan close to milan actually
2: Okay. Have you ever been here, Jesse? Well, I am so glad you're here. I am so glad that you're giving up a little bit of your Saturday night to visit. Uh, It is awesome to have you from all the way from Milan joining me. So, let's get started. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. Thank you
1: very much, Jesse. It's a pleasure for me to be here, really. And I love the podcast. I I often listen to it, so (laughs) it's uh, it's a great Great pleasure. Great, so uh, what can I say about myself, I am uh, I'm from Italy, uh, as you may hear from my accent, and uh, I am um, a father of two and a uh, husband of one. <laughs> my kids are uh, three years old and uh, I have just a newborn, it's like two, almost three months, Okay. and uh, so I'm pretty busy <laughs> with them. And uh, I am a physicist by education. And uh, I actually spent uh, many times, many years uh, uh, in my career working in, in academia. I, I did a PhD in physics, then I spent uh, about five, uh, five years in Dublin. Okay. Uh, working uh, in, in college, and now I'm working as a data scientist uh, on a consulting firm here in Italy.
2: Oh, good. Yeah. Do you uh, do you travel a lot with the job, or do you spend mostly, uh, you know, there locally?
1: Okay, when I was working in academia, I used to travel a lot. Uh, I actually traveled to uh, the U.S. twice. Maybe it's not too much, but it's good okay. for me. Yeah, uh, I've been to Boston, to Colorado, which was amazing. Mm-hmm. And uh, nowadays, I mostly travel in Italy or close to italy in close countries and uh, but clearly since almost two years i'm not traveling i'm just at home (laughs) as most of us
2: sure so tell me a little bit growing up uh what type of um you know what kind of where did you grow up and what kind of music were your family listening to when you were uh you know uh young
1: all right, I grew up here in, um, it's a small city close to Milan, it's a sort of suburb of, uh, of Milan yeah. Um I always lived here uh, my family didn't move uh, lightly too much uh, around and um, I was just um, a boy living in uh, like this small city, small town I would say and um yeah luckily my uh my family was kind of filled with music so um i remember like traveling uh, like to the mountains or to the sea with my my father turning on uh, the like some music in uh, on on the car or at home uh, uh, we had a very good sound uh, uh, like hi-fi and so he used to put out music like what kind of music i remember um, some authors like uh, elton john uh, um, paul simon uh, what what other uh, well bob dylan i remember uh, listening to it and uh, yeah mark Knopfler. you know the not in hill buildings i remember that uh, that album that <laughs> was on quite a lot
2: yeah, and then other Italian songwriters.
1: Uh, do you know some Italian songwriter, Jesse?
2: I probably don't, but please share. I, I'm sure my audience may.
1: Yeah, they may. Well, probably you know Zucchero. Okay. Have you ever? Yeah, and uh, then there are other very good musicians like uh, Francesco De Gregori. Is is a, a very good one. Lucio Dalla, Bocelli he's probably very famous also yes. abroad. Yeah, so I was, uh, I was, yeah. My, my my house filled with music, and also I remember my father was uh, well, he studied music in uh, when he was uh, young, and then he was a director of, of a choir in okay. the parish. So yeah, I music was an important part in my life since I was kid, and. Um, and among the, the cities that my father used to to play, there was one uh, which was one way right by Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. And uh, that city was the ghost of uh, the ghost of Tom Jones. Yeah. Okay. And that was my first contact uh, with Bruce Springsteen.
2: <laughs> did um, what did you talk to me a little bit about? Um, you know, as you started getting older, like a teenager, what yeah. kind of music did you enjoy? Okay,
1: um, well, I I was a teenager in the nineties, so you know MTV was uh, really rising and was very popular. Uh, I in my early teens. Uh, i wasn't really i was still looking for my, my true self i would say i was a bit confused that all what teenagers are uh maybe i was i would try to follow what the, the radio would um, uh, would propose or would play and also what other uh, like my peers my my friends at school used to listen i don't I don't really remember it was the you know, it was the time of the the boy bands. Yes. <laughs> you know, like Take That, this kind of stuff. I've never got into that very much. Um, okay. And uh, uh, when I grew a bit older, still a teenager, uh, I, I remember I I was a bit of I would not say I, I wouldn't completely fit into my uh, let's say into the way other, other people were at the time so okay. uh, I was trying sort of finding my um, sort of my own uh, personality my own uh, uh, what I really liked in my life so and uh, I remember there was a period I, I had a very good friend of mine and we started got involved into country mm-hmm. music which may sound a bit bizarre for <laughs> a kid in the in, in Italy that, at that time and actually that was uh, the way I got in touch with Bruce Springsteen because uh, as I told you, I had this CD in my home, it was the uh, Ghost of Tom Jordan, and uh, I, I knew nothing about Bruce Springsteen and actually I thought it was a, a country songwriter. I started listening to that CD uh, and the more I listened to it, the more I found that something was resonating uh, in me. and. Uh, I really I really fell in love with that uh, with that album and uh, to be honest it, it, is, uh, it is a bit weird probably that a teenager falls in love with the gospel of Jo so You look at that probably like born in the USA or something like that but that's actually the way I, I got in touch with Bruce and I remember my father telling me uh, well Bruce Springsteen is uh, is a great song storyteller every song is like a short story on its own. That's actually what it is, and so you know. After that, uh, I I thought that Bruce was a, a country songwriter. Then, uh, I after that, I I, I had great years because um, every time I went to the, I would go to the to the music shop and buy a new Bruce Springsteen album, and then I went to my room, I put it on my stereo, and uh, bam, listened to new Bruce Springsteen music, and I was amazed, you know. Really, in my teenage uh, years, that's where I discover all the richness of Bruce's music. Yeah, and um, that was a great period.
2: So what I what's I think interesting is I have a good friend, uh, Nick Pizzaggio, who hosts a. He is also in Italy and he hosts the internet uh, Whiskies and Cigarettes show, which focuses on country music. So, I now have two Italian friends both loving country music, which is funny. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah, so can you, Carlo, why can you articulate why Bruce spoke to you so much, why you loved his music? What speaks
1: to me about Bruce? Well, the, the thing is that since uh, I, I discovered him, uh, uh, there was some part of me which was resonating with his words with his music uh, i found his name so deep so great and i uh, i actually uh, thought that um, he sort of knew me better than myself you know what i mean
2: yes i do
1: yeah and um uh, so why i am a fan of bruce Springsteen? i I don't really like the word fan because it reminds me too much like of being a fan like of a, um, of a football team or whatever. But I, I think that my uh, my interest with Bruce, my, my love with Bruce Springsteen's music is something more like, I, I would say deeper, okay? Because I feel like uh, a deep connection of his music to my spirit, let's say, to because it goes deep into what goes, it's basically it's targeting his, his music targets what's very deep at the bottom of a, a man's heart you know does it make sense to you
2: yeah no that makes a lot of sense did um i always like to preface this and if you've heard the podcast you know that's true um how many times you've seen bruce is not a fair barometer of, you, of, of how big of a fan you are, but have you been able to see him live? And if so, uh, how many times?
1: Okay, I think I've seen him live about 15 times. Okay. Which uh, really doesn't reach the, <laughs> the level of uh, uh, your previous uh, guests, definitely. But uh, yeah, it's a decent number, and uh, I'm really looking forward to uh, to having the chance of seeing One Thing once again, at least. Yeah. Um, and let me let me say something else about your previous uh, question.
0: Yeah. It's something that strikes me a lot. Uh, you know that
1: uh, Springsteen always says that he has he has two sides, an Italian side, which is the more uh, the more rousy, the more um, Happy, let's say, uh, sunny side of him. Right. And, uh, and then he tells his Irish side, you know? Yeah. Which is the more, uh, let's say, introspective, reflexive, uh, and, and this is also reflected on uh, the kind of music, okay? Yes. You can think of uh, bright albums, the Italian ones, I don't know, maybe Born in the USA, I don't know, Born to Run, and um, whatever. And then you have the, I would call them the Irish, uh, or the more yeah, reflexive uh, ones, which are the, like, the solo albums, The Ghost of Tanjord, That is and Dust. Uh, and I will also uh, count into that, um, uh, um, sorry, the second last album, um, which is, uh, um, sorry, um, No. Sorry, what's the name of the second last album? Uh, I can't recall.
2: Uh, Letter to You? No, that's the last one. Okay. The previous West, one. Western Stars? Western Stars, definitely, yeah, sorry.
1: That's okay. <laughs> that's embarrassing. And uh, yeah, also Western Stars, which is one of my favorite, to be honest. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I, I thought, if I had to choose between the two, among the two sides, I would definitely go for the Irish side. Okay. You know? being a bit more introverted and reflexes myself i i really i feel touched by those albums to be honest and also if you have to think about concerts i i think i know everyone is looking forward to a a full band show in big stadiums and so on i tend to to prefer like little small venues uh, just bruce and his guitar and so on and in fact i will i mean I would really like to to go to the uh, Springsteen Broadway show, but actually I couldn't.
2: Yeah. Did um, when you know? I think that's interesting because you know he does talk a lot about the um, you know his two sides, his um, Irish side, his uh, Italian side. So I think that's interesting that you kind of bring that up and the two different sides of his music and you preferring one versus the other. Um, You know, I think I think that's that's really a beautiful sentiment. Did you um, what do you think? Why do you think the Irish side speaks more to you? Yeah,
1: probably it speaks more to me because the way I am, I am, um, I am a calm person. Um, I'm a reflexive person, uh, maybe sometimes introvert and, um, and uh, I, I feel that the, the, Irish side, the Irish side is a more spiritual side, I would say. Yeah. And in fact, another thing that amazes me is that uh, lately in uh, some recent interviews, he has called himself um, a spiritual songwriter. Yeah. Okay? And I, I think that this uh, this definition perfectly fits his music, his persona. So he's really someone that connects deeply to the spirit of people. Okay, And that's really why I like his music. It's not just being... Uh, I mean, what I look f- for when I go to a concert, okay, it's having fun definitely, and so, yeah, and when you go to San Siro and Dan. Uh, 60,000 60, people so definitely you have fun but uh, I, I look for something more, something deeper and um, uh, and his music really is able to touch chords or strings of my soul that uh, really nobody else can do
2: okay, good do um, you um, where all have you seen Bruce perform live at?
1: Okay, the first time I've seen him live uh, was in two thousand and three in in Milan, San Siro. Uh, That was an incredible night. I remember I was so excited to to see him for the first time. I couldn't believe what. So you know, when he's in Italy, you will hear some. uh, So the the entrance uh, on the stage is uh, is done with the music of Ennio Morricone. you know and so the music of Andy Morikone starts and after a while you see the members of the uh, of the band one by one after the other guy in the stage and at the end when Tentus Bruce it's incredible and there was a magic moment in my life the first time I've seen him live and I was actually I I would actually cry (laughs) that night when I saw him
0: yeah
1: and that was a fantastic night really uh, I remember it It was memorable because uh, at some point uh, uh, there was a, such a big rain and uh, we were all completely soaked in rain and uh, he was just to show that he was one of us he actually got out in the rain you know the, the stage has some uh, protection from the rain but he was also completely uh, completely soaked with rain and uh, Yeah, that was the first time. Uh, I've seen most of the time uh, when it comes to Italy, I I tend to go to as many shows as I can. Uh, The only time I've seen abroad was in Paris once and uh, in Dublin. Actually, I lived there for for a while.
2: Okay, very very interesting. Yeah. Um, So what is... um, Talk to me about some of your favorite albums and songs. What what has mean a lot to you?
1: Hmm. Okay, that's a good question. Um, I would say that yeah, probably my my favorite album, given us, it because it's the album that uh, let me discover Bruce Springsteen, is definitely the Ghost of Tom Jordan. He, I mean, I love the short stories that uh, you have in each and every, each and every, every, every song is like a story of its own, and it's like because I'm also, I'm also in love with um, American literature. Okay, and uh, I find that these stories are just they completely fit into the great American song, song um sorry, uh, writers. Okay. Okay. Um, Definitely, I would say my favorite song is "Across the Border." Uh, Also, because of this meaning, the meaning to okay, it's it's uh, basically it's really it's really a song of hope. Probably the the best song of hope of Bruce Springsteen, and uh, that's always been my my favorite. Uh, then what can I say? I love most of the albums of Bruce Springsteen. There's no one I would say I don't like. Uh, lately, I would say that definitely Western Stars is one of my favorites. Yeah. Because it's, it's, really, close in, uh, uh, it's really close to... Um, it's, it's a sort of concept album, you know. It's all built around the center, a central idea, okay? And uh, it's a very coherent album. That's why I love it and um, and definitely also the rising is one that i love also for the same reason because it's a sort of concept album it's all coherent and and, uh, it's all about rising resurrection to making make it it through life even though like you have all sort of problems or which are bigger than you and um, yeah, uh My City of Ruins is definitely one of my of the best songs of that album in in my opinion. And that's such a powerful powerful album. I love it.
2: Yeah. I Not to tell the
1: the, the, the early albums which but it's uh, it's vanilla. Everyone loves uh I don't know, Board to Run or Darkness or the Edge of Town, Thou- the river. The, those are masterpieces.
2: <laughs> yeah, they really are. I love Uh, i agree with you i really love western stars it feels like um a collection of short stories you know uh similar and and it is in its own way very um a very country album you know a country pop album but still a country album i agree so i could see why you'd love that I, i love it too um
1: and uh, what, what's your favorite uh, song from that album? A uh,
2: couple of Western stars. I love Tucson Train. Um, I love um, Hello Sunshine um, and Sleepy Joe's Cafe. Um, so I guess if I had to pick those, those would be my top three. Uh, okay. I like Western stars itself. I, I think the idea that you know this aging um actor you know who kind of never made it big time but still has you know has been fairly successful or you know a moderate success i think it's just an interesting um discussion really really interesting discussion and and, and a great campaign. yeah 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 what were your thoughts on letter to you
1: uh, my thoughts on Leather its I think it's a great, great album. Definitely, probably is the best history band album since the the Rising. Okay. Yeah, I would say that. That's great. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I really love it. Uh, there's great songs in it. Um, To to be honest, I I know often you ask your uh, uh, your hosts uh, if they prefer Western Star versus um, Letter to You. I would definitely go for Western Stars, okay? Okay. Yeah. Because I think it's a more coherent uh, work, piece of work. Whereas, I mean, uh, Letter to You, yes, it's also coherent, but uh, you know, also the presence of uh, old songs. I, I think they don't completely fit into the the mode of the album. Okay. that's an. A letter to you is an album about that is meditating about loss, about death, and and that's great that he as a songwriter is so open uh, to his audience to write basically a letter to to them and uh, and talk uh, uh, with no problems about death, about um, aging and uh, growing. <laughs> Reynold at the end of the day. Yeah. And uh, I, I really love the, um, uh, the title track. That's amazing. It's a very good song. Yeah. And um, uh, let me see. Um, what's the. Uh, well, I, I really, really, really love the, um, uh, the song Ghosts. Yeah. Which I, I would really like to see live,
0: yeah. to hear live. I agree.
1: Uh, I See In My Dreams is amazing. It's a great song. Very simple, very simple words, but it's so powerful. And uh, I mean, seeing John Landau in, in tears uh, in the video, you know, in the film, uh, was was also putting myself in tears. It, it was amazing. Uh, it's, it's a great song uh burning train I, I i like it i like it yeah it's a very good rock and, rock and roll song song yeah. uh and of course i mean the three the three um songs uh, of the early years like jenny is a shooter um if i was the priest and um was the last one song for our, uh, for our fans they are just i would say masterpieces but i feel that they don't completely fit uh, the 70 years Bruce oh, been, I don't know that's just my feeling
2: okay. no 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 I, I think that's a very I I don't agree with I, I agree with you on a couple of them but for some reason if I was the priest just really works for me I, I don't know if it's just his voice and then Stephen's you know solo at the end um, it, it's really really an interesting song I do think it's I agree with you. I loved watching the video and them kind of all together working on this, this album together and seeing how they all interact, you know, people that have been friends for years and then just spending time together, working together is just something really beautiful.
1: Yeah. 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 I agree. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, Yeah. And I
1: also, I appreciate a lot that, uh, uh lately he's uh, he's basically ac- accompanying the, the the cds with uh with a video with a film that's something i really appreciate because
0: uh,
1: i like him guiding us through his music explaining what uh, the thoughts behind the music and what he actually thinks about his music they're really wonderful really and also tom Zini is a great uh filmmaker
2: yeah, he really is. I'm excited about seeing what he does with the, um, you know, with the No Nukes concert, right? To taking that and doing it. So, you know what, I
1: am not so excited about, I mean, I'm not so excited about looking backwards, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's great to have a decent film of one of the greatest, greatest uh, Bruce Springsteen concerts ever, probably.
0: Yeah, but I would be more excited
1: to have new music, uh, new materials. Sure. So I'd love to to, to hear what the booth today's Bruce brings has to say to us.
2: No, that's that's a good point. I, I can see that. Um, what uh, you know, I've been asking a lot of people this. Um, do what do you think is going to be when he tours next year? Do you think he'll do a lot of Letter to You? Do you think he'll do more a career retrospective a greatest hits kind of tour what what do you think he's gonna do
1: okay what i would like to hear is uh, definitely i would say maybe 70 percent of the concert based on new materials so half in half uh, western styles and uh, and letter two that would be great definitely and then the rest, as usual, uh, the, the iconic songs, He cannot but do that every time. But what I think it will be, I think, uh, probably, he will start um, the way I said, so with more. Uh, initially, he will probably start with new materials. But then, as usual, the more the tour goes on, uh, uh, the more the focus is on the old materials, the established ones, the established material. OK and uh yeah sadly for me because uh i would really like to to hear new songs okay yeah,
2: yeah. very nice and, and and definitely i i think that um uh,
1: i mean because the the band is aging he's aging so my feeling is that that would be probably the last time he will have a chance to go to to go touring with the the history band so it will probably be an instrument band tour although uh, i would prefer uh, like a solo tour well, I would have been uh, amazed of a, if he went to, to he if he went to with, uh, for the Western Stars. Uh, okay. To to promote the Western Stars City album. Okay.
2: Um, did what? What are songs that you haven't heard? live that you want to and and obviously western stars would be a great of them right like you would love some western star songs but what are other songs that you haven't got to hear that you think you you would love to hear live
1: yeah i've thought about that um let, let me start with a western star song which is my favorite one which is chasing yes. chasing white, white dorses oh great I, song Yes. Really, I really moves, moves me to tears every time I listen to it.
0: Yeah, it's a great song.
1: There is another song uh, which is definitely not a, one of these most popular songs, um, which is "Dry Lightning." Dry Lightning, you know, from the the Ghost of Tom Jode And I think that they are two songs that have um, a lot of points in common. They both talk about losers' in life, so people who are lost in life. Yeah. They, they may sound as desperate song, but at the end of the day, I think that although there's a lot of desperation, there is still uh, some,
0: uh,
1: uh, well, they tell, they tell very sad stories, but there is still uh, some, uh, some piece of hope uh, in them that makes them so interesting to, to me. Anyway, apart from these two, uh, I would like to hear Blood Brothers. I've never Oh that would be lovely. Yeah. I, I love that song, that is one of my favorites. I'd like to hear Back in Your Arms. Never had a chance. And uh, Mary Queen of Arkansas. And uh, Santa Santana, you know.
2: So are you helping me? raised i know you have a newborn so that's a little early but your younger other your oldest are you getting them uh used to listening to priest music
1: yeah yeah i do i actually uh, expose him to yeah a moderate amount of Bruce space music when he was younger like two years old he really liked it um uh, i used to i used to to sing him uh, like Ponyboy, and uh, he would uh, watch the the whole uh, Western stars movie he he really likes Tucson Train, and uh, but now he's not anymore into it very much. But I, I still well I still hope that he will uh, appreciate Bruce Springsteen when uh, when he gets uh, older, let's say. And my I would really love sometime to to bring him to to see him live <laughs> would be great i had a chance to to bring my wife to a concert in 2013 i guess that was so, that was also amazing
2: that was my next question is your lovely bride a casual fan or is she as a big fan as you
0: well, she's
1: not a big fan, but uh, um, I actually um, yeah, since we knew, uh, I, I, I always talk, talk about her, talk, uh, talk her about Bruce Springsteen, and the why I love, I love it so much. And uh, little by little, she has also grown as a, as a fan. Uh, she's not mad as me, but uh, she really likes him. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Unfortunately, we, we uh, got the chance to, to to go to a concert together just once, so I hope sooner or later we'll have a chance to to go to another concert together.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I think we're all pushing for that and caring for that. Good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, are there any other stories about seeing shows or music you want to share with the uh, audience?
1: Um, well... Mm, Let me see. Um, Yeah, I I think that uh, uh, I actually attended uh, a number of concerts of the Seeker Session bands. One of the best ones was uh, in Verona. You know Verona, it's a wonderful city. And the show was in a wonderful place. It's the arena of Verona. It's it's, uh, an ancient Roman arena, uh, which is wonderful. And uh, I got the, the chance to go in the pit, you know, just in front, the, the very first line, and that was, that was amazing. And actually, on that occasion, I think that uh, Bruce has performed for the first and only one uh, and only time in his life, Samson and the Liars. You know the song? Yes. That was the unique world premiere, and probably the, that was the only time he, he played that song. That was great. And then I remember after the show, uh, I was hanging around in Verona with, friend, with a friend of mine, and we uh, got a chance to meet all the most of the players of the Secret Session Band. So oh, nice. <laughs> it was great because, yeah, yeah, we had a chance to, to talk to each other, and uh, they're really good boys, good guys.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And
1: nice. uh, yeah, yeah, that was nice. And then there is another interesting story. I was in Dublin and um, on, on that period, it was in summer, probably summer 2014. On that period, uh, um, uh, you know Jessica Springsteen, she's a horse rider. Yes. And there is a, there is a, there is a very um, famous horse show which is held in Helding, Dublin. And uh, I think Wilson was there because uh, his daughter was uh, riding, he had some races, some uh, competitions there. Uh, once I got back from the, from the college, I got home and after having dinner, I just went out to do a walk. I'm walking and uh, on the patio of a restaurant, guess who I found? Oh, no. there was uh, Bruce Springsteen, Paris Calva, and uh, Jessica Springsteen. That was just having fun, having like uh, an appetizer with uh, with other friends.
0: Oh, damn! No. And
1: uh, yeah, yeah, that was amazing. And then I say, I, you know, my heart started beating a <laughs> lot. Sure. And I say, what, what can I do to just say hi to Bruce Springsteen? And um, actually i waited there for like half an hour they got into the restaurant and then that was amazing after some time uh, bruce prinstein goes out of the restaurant on its own like just to to have a short walk to take a breath you know and uh, so i i go an to him and i say well bruce yeah, i don't even remember what i said actually because i was so excited so out of myself but definitely I, I'm sure I, I thanked him for his music because it changed my life and uh, we had a chance to, to take a picture together. It was, was really amazing.
2: Oh good, that's and let, that's nice to hear.
1: Yeah, yeah, and uh, let me tell you, uh, I think that this, uh, this story is also in his, uh, in his book, uh, the autobiography because he says that, uh, you know, he has a um, lot of depression periods. I remember, I mean, there is a um, somewhere in the book he tells that he was in a restaurant in Dublin, and uh, he was uh, really overwhelmed at some point that he had to go out and, uh, and take a breath and like, take a breath because he couldn't stand uh, with other people.
0: Yeah, and I don't know,
1: I, I think it's that in that occasion that I, I met him. Okay. He actually he actually mentioned he was in restaurant in Dublin that year, so that's probably the time
2: that's that's very cool yeah uh, well um the anything else you want to share other stories <laughs>
1: Well, I don't have probably other notable stories about Bruce Springsteen. Okay. I mean, every concert is a story, is a story on, on, on its own. Well, actually, let me say uh, another story is that I uh, I spent nights uh, um, actually to, to get um, some tickets that was the Davis and Us tour. I remember that me and a friend of mine actually uh, slept outside in the center of Milan one night to be just in front line when the ticket office would uh, open. <laughs> that was kind of mad. And also, there's all other mad story about concerts because uh, we always try to to be in front row on the piece. You know. Sure. Doesn't mean yeah. And so you have to get up very early. Uh, sometimes you have to 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 join the line the, the day before the actual concert. Yeah. So I got lots of uh, nice stories.
2: Oh, good. Very nice. Well, you know, I often say that what I want is this podcast to feel like that, that we're in line together, listening to stories that, you know, while we're waiting to get into the show. So that's good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah
1: and also let me let me say that to be honest it's a weird it, it's a weird uh, it's a sort of i don't know, psychological loophole but bruce Prince is, is definitely not the the music i i listen to the most okay? okay probably because i don't want to corrupt it too much in my head okay, okay. um I, I used to to listen to a lot of, of other music one of my other greatest, uh, uh, my, my favorite musicians is uh,
0: Glenn answer
1: You know him? Uh, no. Who? You don't know Glenn answer Glenn answer is uh, he's an Irish musician. Okay. He, uh, he was, uh, in his early years, a, a booster, a buster, you know. He just okay. would play on the streets. And uh, at some point, I think it was 2007, He, um, uh, he was the, uh, he plays the the central role of a a movie, which is called, uh, uh, hold on a second, um, just one moment, let me me see, uh, you know, that's the the excitement of the moment, I don't remember (laughs) the, um, uh, what's the name of the movie? Um, well, I'll let us ah, uh, Once. So simple, <laughs> Once. Okay. Yes. And, um, it, it's a movie uh, that talks about a busker, and he plays the role of a busker. And, uh, this is done in collaboration with another singer, who is, um, uh, she's Marketa Ebrova. She's a, a chess, um, singer and together they it's a love story of him uh, and uh, uh it's um, it's set in dublin and it's an amazing movie if you haven't seen seen it uh, before please do because it's great and uh, yeah glenn Ansard is another is another great great performer yeah uh, as much as bruce clinton and he actually got, shared the, the stage with bruce in uh time some years ago in um, in ireland you know
2: oh nice
1: yeah yeah yeah
2: Good. i really recommend that you check it it's amazing i will i will do that um all right um, Yes. so go ahead sir
1: yeah yeah then uh, there's other other great musicians i i love one who is not very popular is uh, james mad you ever heard about him probably not
2: no i haven't but go She's, ahead yeah, he's not so popular,
1: uh, but I think it's, um, he, um, he's very, let's say, close to the Roof springs in terms of songwriting, uh, the, um, yeah, the, the songwriting style, and uh, there is, um, there's a great song, which is Sunrise on Evermune Sea, which is also the, um, the title on, of one of his, his albums, and this is a love, it's a sort of love declaration to, to New York, which uh, I think it's, it, it is close to New York City Serenade in some, uh, in some terms. So, yeah, Gle- uh, James Muddock is another great one. Uh, then, I don't know, I, I love uh, Sarah Jarose, which is probably more popular, Yves O'Donovan, Gillian uh, Welsh, uh, Jackson Brown, and of uh american songwriters
2: yeah carlo i love how diverse your fandom is right like you as much as yeah. you love know bruce you have other interests and in other music that you're loving and finding i tend to not do that as much as i should i tend to you know i love jason isbel i love john hyatt i love obviously the beach boys and brian wilson and, but I often don't find a lot of new artists anymore. Uh, you know, I tend to, whatever extra time I have, I do on podcasts. And then, um, but every once in a while I find a new artist, and I go, oh, I, I really want to explore more of this and hear that. So good for you for continuing to expand and push your knowledge of music. That's great. Thank you. Yeah. So what, um, Let's, let's move to the Mary question. Um, let's, uh, if you're Carlos friend and you're listening to this, first off, thank you. I really appreciate you uh, supporting your friend. I uh, hope you enjoyed the conversation. Um, we end every episode with the Mary question. And what the Mary question is, is Jay Armstrong, who is the um, retired honors English teacher in the Philadelphia area, would – um, spend two days with his seniors breaking apart thunder road as a point going through all the lyrics talk about the imagery that bruce uses discuss all the things that um and discuss what bruce is trying to say and what they're trying to build and then at the end of the two days they would ask the class the question does mary get in the car so carlo that is your question does mary get the car
1: Okay, I'm intrigued about this. Uh, to be honest, uh, I've, I've been talking about this with my wife in the, in the past days, and uh, and she was arguing, well, of course she gets in the car. She cannot but, but get in the car after that song. And uh, for this reason, I was trying to find all the possible arguments against this. Okay. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> probably what I would say is that She doesn't get in the car because there's there's no memories there because you can think about that song about him posing in his room and uh, trying to figure out a sort of discourse uh, something to tell to to the girl he will probably meet sometime in the future. Okay, (laughs) that's uh, that's my take on this.
2: I love it, but of course. i think that is greatness That is that is a good answer and i appreciate it um carlo if are you on social media at all
1: uh yes i'm on social media i'm on what facebook and twitter mostly
2: what's your twitter handle
1: uh, c-m-o-t-t-a 84.
2: all right very nice yes. good um, any final thoughts before I get you and let you enjoy the rest of your night? Um,
1: well, no, it's been, it's been great to, to talk to you really, I, I really appreciate you, you calling me oh. and, uh, maybe, yeah, let me, let me just add one thing that, um, is related to Bruce. So, uh, I, I think that Bruce Springsteen opened me uh, to like other landscapes. And one of my passions is uh, American literature, as I probably mentioned earlier. Yeah. And so, thanks to Bruce Springsteen, I was able to, to find and to get in love with um, a lot of authors like uh, John Steinbeck, you know, yeah. The of Tom J. and of course, it's related to that. Also, Fred Flannery O'Connor, which is uh, an inspiration for Nebraska, as uh, he has said in the past. Uh, like the, the you know the song a good man is hard to find. Yeah, that's actually the, the title of a, a, a short story by her. Uh, I'm uh, I, I also love uh, noirs like Jim Thompson, which I know he's also a, a favorite of Bruce. And uh, well, also I, I love Cormac McCarthy. You, you know him?
2: Uh, no, no, he's, I don't. He's probably one of the best song,
1: the best uh, writer and the okay. same writer ever and and of course david foster Wallace, which is one of the, the greatest recent american writers
2: okay very nice well good uh well i love that we got to talk thank you so much um you know uh please continue staying in touch uh thank you for the kind words about the podcast that means a great deal to me you know often carlo you're just i'm you know i'm just talking into a computer screen and i you know i i don't know i see numbers on a page but hearing people say that they love the podcast just means the world to me so thank you for that
1: um, thank you thank you for this podcast actually i i love the format because i love i love seeing uh, i mean uh, hearing stories from from people okay not just talking bruce but uh that, that's a great format so congratulations for that
2: thank you so much in fact um you know i i i almost in fact i am gonna just take a couple minutes you know why did you become a physicist what what about that led you to, um, you know, such a, a, a strong science and, you know, with a lot of math and a lot of thoughts? What, what led you to that?
1: Thank you very much for this question, Jesse.
2: Actually, uh, that comes from the, I would say
1: the rational side uh, in myself. Uh, I've always been passionate since I was a kid about science, about understanding nature what's uh, what's outside what are stars what is a like a a drop of water what's inside that and um, really exploring nature is one of the main drivers of all my life and i i think i'm like a rational person i love logic i love math and, um, and so that was kind of a natural choice for me to, to go for physics. And uh, it's one of the, of, the, of, the, of the choices in my life that I will never regret and I, I'm mostly proud of. And, um, and I would say that probably arts, music, and literature compensate these, uh, uh, let's say, this mathematical part of myself.
2: I do. I understand totally. Do you miss teaching?
1: Uh, I miss teaching. That's another good question. Yes, I, I because I love teaching. I really love teaching. Uh, I still teach sometimes, not to students, but maybe to other like professionals. Uh, but yes, I, def- I definitely miss teaching because teaching and teaching physics is one of the the things I love the most. And maybe maybe sometimes I will go back to to be a teacher. <laughs> you never know.
2: Yeah, uh, I I would think, you know, just the few times we've spent together, I would think you'd be a very good teacher. I think your passion comes across your your love of science, your love of, you know, not just physics but love of literature and love of life uh, would make you a very engaging and and insightful teacher. So good for you.
1: Thank you very much. I really really appreciate this, Justin. Yeah.
2: Well, no, I appreciate it. All right. You stay safe, my friend. Please, please take care of yourself and your family. Listeners, go get vaccinated. We need to get herd immunity so that we can all get back out on the concert stage and hear our favorite bands perform. Remember to wear a mask. Remember to take care of yourself. And let's all be good to each other because that's how we're going to get through this. Thank you, Carla. Thank you, listeners. And we'll talk to you soon. Goodbye.
0: Goodbye. Thank you. Yeah.
1: Okay. How did
2: you find the podcast?
0: Uh, because
1: I was looking for a Bruce Princeton podcast given my, my strong passion. Okay. There was, there was no Italian podcasts. Right. Uh, there is the, Okay. Let me say there was no Italian podcasts. And so I started listening to your podcasts uh, and another great one. That's my other favorite. Well, I, I listened to, to Number Wave podcast. podcasts uh, okay,
0: great and one. the other one
1: that I,
3: yeah, that I really,
1: uh, love is, uh, the, the one read. And that's actually how I, I discover Bruce.
2: Okay, good. I will. um, Because you've been a host of him, so. Doing a podcast at times can be a one way conversation, and I hate that. So please let me know what you like and don't like about the work I'm doing. You can reach the podcast via email at setlustingbruce at gmail.com. The show is on Twitter at setlustingbruce, and my personal Twitter is at jessejacksondfw.
0: Can I tell you? Uh, because there is no uh,
1: Italian Bruce Springsteen podcast, yeah. I tried to start one myself, okay.
0: uh, like a
1: few months ago. I, I should have mentioned this on on the show. Honestly. That's okay. And uh, and uh, but actually in. I didn't have have much time for for it.
0: Okay. I just did a couple of episodes.
1: My idea would like to would be to to do something like uh, your podcast. So yeah. invite other people have have a discussion uh, yeah. about Bruce Princeton because I think that ultimately rather than talking to i mean just the, the host talking about pristine music and it's totally it's it's much better to have interaction with other guests and uh to hear stories and just like you do maybe you could be one of my first hosts
2: love that all right but let me also tell you another thing
1: i that i should also have mentioned in, in the podcast anyway i since i work as a data scientist i started a small project which is uh, uh, like data science for Bruce Springsteen. So I tried to analyze uh, Bruce Springsteen uh, lyrics from a statistics uh, perspective, basically.
0: interesting.
1: Uh, Yeah, that's really interesting. I was really, I'm I'm having fun about that. I still have to write up uh, like a sort of paper or an article about that. Would you have any advice as to where I can publish that? Like to reach the most of people, maybe the Bruce community.
2: Yeah, I think first off, uh, when you finish, you need to come back on and we'll talk about some highlights. You know, like, what are some of the things you're reviewing?
1: So, for instance, very basic, very basic stuff, not rocket science. Right. For instance, I was looking at what is, uh, just based on the, the studio albums, what are the most frequent words that, uh, that he uses? What would you say? What would, what would be your guess? What is the most frequent word?
2: <laughs> well, um, the most frequent name, I would think, would be Mary. Um, so. Um, Words, not, not names. Yeah. Okay.
1: So maybe something I can do. I can try.
2: Yeah, I would think. Um, ooh, brother, maybe. Um, strength. What what the, those brother strength, you know, um, I I nope. think love would be one of the tops because it doesn't seem like he says love a lot, but I'm curious. Yeah yeah about. yeah. Yeah, uh, love is the second one. Okay. The first is night. The first is night. Night. That makes sense because he has so nah. many songs with the title night. So
1: many songs about night. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then on the first place is you have home. Okay. He talks a lot about home, and that's, that's good. Home and then you have away, the two direction of his music. Yeah. Getting away from home in the early age, like the early years, yeah. and then home, then, you know, he, yeah, he's like home, actually. He's a Jersey, a Jersey right. man. Right,
2: and, like, he talks about that in Broadway, right? Like, all his young songs were about getting away. And then he ends up coming back to his home. And I don't your know, have you gotten to read Little Steven's book yet? Not yes. yet, not yes. yet. So Little Steven specifically talks about that, that From Born to Run was all about escaping. And yeah. darkness. the character became staying there and living your life. And he said that it was a totally change of Bruce's songwriting.
1: Yeah, yeah. Another uh, other analysis that I'm performing is uh, analysis about the um, the richness, the, the lexical richness of his songs. Okay. Uh, and you know, clearly, it's the data speak for for himself. the The, the early albums are much more rich in, in lexic, like a yeah. uh, very large number of of words. And, uh, and also the length, the length analysis about the length of songs, that's also interesting. You can guess how it goes uh, with, the, <laughs> with the years. Uh, yeah. The, uh, you, can, you can really see the tendency to have uh, shorter songs uh, and also it's also an indication that the songs, I mean the, the songwriting style has changed during the years.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm having fun with this. Yeah, it is. I, I can't wait to hear. All right, my friend. Thank you. I appreciate it. You have a great night. I will talk to you soon, okay?
1: Oh, I will.
3: I will.
2: All right. Thank, thank you. you very much, Jesse.
3: It was a pleasure.
2: Oh, bye-bye. Bye-bye.
3: It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football